Good evening, everyone. This is JLP for Mastering Singlehood. I'm so excited to be on the air again tonight. Hope you guys had a wonderful week and are having a wonderful Friday evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to this day's episode, which is episode number five, titled Faith in Motion. I've been waiting throughout this month to go ahead and talk about faith in motion, what it really is. Um, you know, and this time that we're living in, there's a lot of things that's going on and a lot of things that could keep us, you know, not having faith or at least decrease our faith. But we as believers, you know, we have to always have our faith in motion. Um, you know, as the Bible says, faith without works is dead. You know, um, when it says works, it's talking about action. It's talking about um, movement being done. Usually when faith is attached to an action or attached to an act, that is faith at its optimal level. When there's no, um, let's say, when there's no fruit or when there's no work being done, um, it's very difficult for you to see if that person have faith or not. But when that person with, you know, faith, you know, is praying, is fasting, is reading their word, you know, is going out of their way to help somebody in need, is working out their purpose, is studying very um, hard in order to get an excellent grade on an exam at school. That's literally showing you that person has faith so much so that they will go out of their way to do whatever it takes to um, reach their optimal best or reach their optimal um, result that they're looking forward to. And so we say motion, and I've already given you guys a glimpse of what motion is. Um, the dictionary defines motion as being an action or a process of moving or of changing from place to place or in position or movement. Um, if you guys notice, if you guys notice, even in the word of God, Jesus was never really um, still, meaning like he would always go from um, town to town to speak or to minister to other people, especially those who, you know, perhaps didn't hear his word, didn't hear um, his um, words or didn't didn't know, you know, what he was in town um, to do and what he was in town to do, obviously, was to be able to minister to souls and preach the good news to them. And so it's the same with us. You know, we, especially in our singlehood, we could feel so discouraged and feel like, oh, man, you know, um, I'm not. You know, there's nothing for me to do. I don't have nowhere to be. You know, um, you know, nobody is is available for me. Everybody has their own person. You know, everybody's in their relationships or everybody have their own thing that they're dealing with. And I'm just here, you know, I'm just single or I'm just alone or I, you know, just don't even know. Um, just don't even know what to do in this moment because you feel like as if it's just mundane. It's just, you know, you wake up, you eat go to school or go to work for some of you guys, you guys come back home, do the same thing. So it's very routine. So it's very mundane. But in fact, you know, when you're in this season of singlehood, and when I say singlehood, if you guys have been keeping up with the previous episodes, it's not really necessarily meaning that you, um, you, um, you're someone who is in this season because you're desiring marriage or you're desiring to be in a godly relationship, but it's, also, if you're someone that just wants to do great things in life, you know, 
people who are single doesn't necessarily mean that they want to be in a relationship or that they want to be married. But being in a state of singlehood is when you're trying to figure out who you are and what you should be doing in life and trying to figure out what steps you should be taking to get from um, to get from step A to step B and ultimately reaching your final destination. Right. So. um, So basically, if you've been hearing the podcast, I'm not just really talking about, you know, being single and, you know, um, relationships and stuff like that and godly relationship and, and stuff like that. But it's me actually trying to encourage you guys, you know, in the state of singlehood to really study yourself, be transparent with yourself, be honest with yourself and to, you know, stay, stay on gear, stay alert and stay in motion. You know, don't be idle. Don't be idle. Don't be a busybody. Don't be somebody who's just waiting for something to fall out of the sky or fall from heaven in order for you to be able to be satisfied with your life. You know, don't just wait until your favorite show on Netflix, you know, season is up and running for you to feel like you have a life. Don't just wait for your favorite um, YouTube subscribers to post a brand new YouTube video to feel like, oh, my goodness, my life is exciting. You know, so um, basically this is what I'm about to go ahead and um, further and death explained in the podcast tonight is that us as humans in general but especially us as believers our life has to be in motion meaning our we have to have this faith walk that is in constant motion you know it's very easy for us to always be filled with faith when everything looks good when everything feels good but sometimes when things are not working out the way we plan it makes us feel lazy it makes us feel discouraged it makes us feel tired it makes us feel like our faith is ultimately dead you know to be quite frank you know to be honest it feels like you know what's the point for me to have faith anyways if nothing working out for me but you know the bible makes it known too for us to never get tired of doing good Meaning to never get tired of working, working at something or working towards something, um, because ultimately, if we're still to, working toward whatever it is that we're working toward for, we will see results. We will get the results that we were waiting for, but we will never get the results if we stay, you know, idle and stay busy bodies and just not do anything, just not move. OK, and. So basically, another thing I wanted to point out, when I say faith in motion, it doesn't necessarily have to be something huge and, out, and, and outstanding in size um, and, uh, and, and quality. You know, faith in motion, it could just be you. Even if you were having a bad day, you, you still went out, you know, you still went out to do something good for someone else. You still went out to be nice for somebody else. It could be that you, you know, um, you work hard. You work hard and put effort and studying for an exam, but then you still fail because let's be honest, sometimes that happens to us. Sometimes we could work so hard and studying for an exam and we still end up not getting the, the, the ultimate test score that we were wanting to get in the first place. But faith in motion is that even after the fact that you failed that exam, you still go out and out of your way to make sure that you study for the upcoming exam that is the following week. You don't just be like, oh my gosh, I, I failed my exam. So let me just go to my bed. You know, what, what, is, what is my life? I'm going to fail the, the next exam too. But no, like your faith, although you failed the first exam, you still have that faith and say, you know what? I failed the first exam, but let me just go ahead and um, study some more and see what I, what I did wrong in the first exam that I could, you know, not do wrong on the second exam. 
and you're still motivating yourself to know that you still have a chance. You still have a chance to succeed. You still have a chance to still pass that class that you need to pass for your major or um, for that degree or certification um, and things of that nature. So um, I just want to encourage you guys, you know, to never be to never be at a still place in a sense where you're not doing anything. I mean, you don't really need to have everything, um, everything perfect right now in this point of your life, but you should always be able to be relevant in the sense where that you are aware of your surroundings. You are aware in the season that you're in and you're just always, you know, available to do whatever it is that God wants for you to do. You know, you're always an empty vessel to be used for his glory. And that's something that is so amazing about singlehood, because in singlehood, um, you're, you're, you're more disposed in helping other people. You know, you're more disposed in helping even strangers, you know, and helping um, church members and helping um, classmates, you know, and so forth like that, um, because you have time. You have time, you have more time to do certain things that you would not be doing when you were in a, if you were in a relationship or if you were in a marriage or, and so forth. But when you're single, it's as if, you know, the sky is the limit for you. You are available um, to do as many work as you tend on doing. But when you are perhaps in a relationship or um, perhaps already married, you're limited to a specific group, which is your husband, your children, your family. But when you're single, it's as if you're, it's as if you're like um, elastic. You have elasticity. You're able to help your sister. You're able to help a friend. You're able to help a church member. You're able to um, write a blog. You're able to go and do some out- outreach work. You're able to explore um, ideas that perhaps you, may, you have and um, certain projects that you have for the future and so forth. So time is available to you because you have less um, responsible. Um, abilities to um, take care of not saying that you don't have any responsibilities but it's just that you're more um, you have more leisure time to do more things that other people who are limited by a certain group don't have I want to go ahead and um, share this verse with you guys and it's from the book of James It's James chapter 2 and it's verse 14 and then I'll go ahead and um, read that verse to you and continue to the 16th verse. So James 2 verse 14 says this. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Verse 16. Faith by itself, if it is not, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. And, you know, sometimes it's so hard for us to hear that verse um you know because sometimes you feel like you're saying to yourself well I have faith but I don't have money so how in the world I'm gonna be able to get this car I have faith you know that um I will get a car in the future but I don't have no money to purchase that car I have faith that I will graduate high um that I will graduate college but I don't have enough finance or um financial aid to be able to invest in my college education And so you're saying to yourself, well, what are you talking about? How can I do certain things if I don't have the resources? I know faith is there, but I don't have the resources. I get what you're saying as well. I feel you guys. I understand. But here 
you know, um, as I mentioned before, we don't have to have everything figured out. We don't have to have all the resources, but the mere fact that you have faith, it should stir something within you. It should stir uh, this attitude in you, you know, to still do something about it. You don't just want to sit here and not do anything. Say, for instance, if perhaps, um, perhaps if someone needed a car, right? But they don't have a car right now. But they have the faith that they will get a car. Um, but they don't have um, enough money to purchase this car. There's nothing wrong to get a bike. You guys, you guys see what I'm talking about? There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong to get a bike. You know, it's like you work with what you have while you are still having the faith to um, receive something better and bigger. But ultimately, the reason why you wanted the car in the first place is to get from place to place. The ultimate reason why you wanted the car in the first place is to be able to drive yourself to school, drive yourself to work, drive yourself to church, drive yourself to wherever you want to go. Right. I understand. But, um, you know, (laughs) the faith, you know, the faith, you know, to have the car is there. But, you know, what's most important is for you to get by to get to to where you need to be and sometimes that's that's what faith is all it is it's it's you having this mindset um to just to be able to get exactly where you need to be it doesn't mean that you need to um let's say it doesn't mean that you need to have everything it doesn't mean that for example you need to have you need to have um uh, a large following or a lot of friends um or a lot of recruit recruiters to start go ahead and do certain things that you want to do. It just means that you just want to see yourself starting something that's great. And starting something that you you have a purpose for and you have a vision for. And you could see already with your faith in the near future, this thing, whatever it may be, is going to grow and it's going to expand. It's, it's going to enlarge in it, you know, and it's going to reach a full capacity. But at the end of the day, you just want to start that very thing. You know, you just want to get to the use of it all. Okay. And so, um, so yeah, so that's really faith in motion, you know, faith in motion and ultimately faith in motion is faith in that is faith with action. Faith in motion is optimal faith. You'll notice who have great faith based on what they are doing. For example, multiple times when Jesus was working miracles in the Bible, um, even when he asked those people what they needed from him, meaning like what was uh, what was their prayer request? Like what area in their bodies were they feeling pain or were they um, where they had a type of disease or sickness? But at the same time, he would always tell them, "Okay, um, I want you to go ahead and walk. I want you to go ahead and walk to this poolside and wash your face. Okay, the story of the blind man when um, Jesus spat on the mud and he put the mud on the blind man's eye. And he literally told the blind man to go ahead and walk to this pool and wash it. Okay, so uh, so basically it's like uh, even though you even though the man had the faith once, you know, Jesus said, okay, you want to see? Okay, you'll see. He still had to put some work into it, meaning he still had to walk to rinse his eyes before he could see. But the mere fact that he walked to the pool to rinse his eyes shows you 
that he has faith. He has faith enough to go ahead and do whatever the Lord told him to do. Okay. Um, and really that's, 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 that's powerful right there because, you know, a lot of us, the faith is there. But for the faith to be at an optimal level, we have to manifest it with the actions that we take. We have to um, manifest it with the things that we do. And it's, it's easier said than done. But as I mentioned in the um, previous episode, um, yeah, as I mentioned in the previous episode, you know, it's okay to work in dividends. It's okay to work in measures. We don't have to do everything in, in, um, in great capacity. We could start small. You know, we could start small and work our way up. We could start small and work our way up. You know, um, as I mentioned this, I just want to go ahead and share with you guys this passage in the book of Matthew. So that way it could make more sense. Matthew 25, Matthew 25. In Matthew 25, um, starting in the 14th verse, it says here, you know, this is the story of the master who who um, gave instruction to three of his servants. Um, he told them, hey, here's here's this money. Um, here are these um, these shekels or whatnot. Here's this money that I'm leaving into onto you. And um, when I come back, I'm hoping that you were able to, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that you were able to well store this money. And the Bible even says here, too, that. The master gave to them according to their abilities, right? And that is a key phrase right there, according to their abilities. So basically, you know yourself, besides God, you know yourself better than everyone else. So you know what you're able to do in what capacity. If you have a dream, say for instance, you have a dream of... Um, Let's say, let's say, let's say, let's say if you have a dream of being able to be a, a success coach or a life coach, right? But right now in this moment, you still have a fear of speaking in large crowds, right? But you still have that desire and you still have the faith enough um, to wanting to encourage other people. Okay, so if you're this individual, right, and um, you still fear fear large crowds but yet you still want to go ahead and um be a success coach or be a life coach and speak encouragement encouraging words to people you're not gonna go ahead and um try to do that in front of a 2000 um seated stadium of people or um, auditorium of people you um you will go ahead and start off with for example maybe perhaps your your youth group that only has, let's say, 45 people, 45 members, you'll go ahead and start with them. And as you're starting with them, right, as you're starting with them and you're getting used to um, the flow of it all and um, you're getting used to your communication skills to this group of 45, you're starting to grow momentum, right? You're starting to grow confidence in it because you're getting yourself together. You feel it. You, you love, you see the flow that you're having. You see the interactions you're having with the audience, then you, you, you go ahead and say, hey, I got this. I got this. I could speak in front of 45 people, right? And then now you're going to tell yourself, hey, if I could speak in front of 45 people, shoot, I could speak in front of 100 
people, right? I could speak in front of 200 people, right? And then you work, you work your way up until finally you feel so confident and, and, and well-equipped enough that you will be able to speak in front of 1,000 people or 2,000 people, right? It's the same, too, with anything else that you perhaps desire to do. You know, it's the same thing that, um, it's the same with anything that you desire to do right now. Or in the future, you have the faith, but then yet you still don't level up or see yourself um, reaching um, that optimal picture that you are envisioning for yourself. And that is truly what faith is. Faith doesn't care about, you know, you not having much. Faith cares about the little that you have and you using the little that you have to be able to make multiplication out of it. Right. And that's pretty much um what happened in the story um, of the master and the three servants, you know, he gave them money based on their abilities because he already had an understanding of what they could do. And in the, in the story, if you, if you study it, when you have the time, you know, um, the Bible makes it clear, even the per, even the servant who received the littlest amount, right? He was able, he was able to still um, produce much. He was still able to produce much. And some of you, some of us, you know, we probably are going throughout our week or throughout our day feeling as if we're not, we're not doing ultimately what we want to do. But that shouldn't stop us to still um, not do anything at all in this particular um, day or in this particular week or in this particular season. So basically, we always have to be active. We always have to have faith in motion. Um, we can't just, you know, wait for the future to come and then boom, we do everything that we we do everything that we aspire to do. But in the time that you've been given by God, you know, we all should be able to find something of value, something of value to do, you know, something of value to do. Say, for instance, for example. I've already used the example of being a success coach or um, a life coach or a motivational speaker. Um, say, for instance, if you're going to school for psychology or counseling, right, and you're still studying for it, um, but you already know the only way that you can finally, you know, be licensed to work um, as a psychologist or a counselor is after you get that degree, right? But yet, you could, that doesn't mean for you to halt that passion just because you don't have the degree. You could start just by getting in tune with what's going on in the life of your friends, with what's going on in the life of your family members. Ask them how their day was going. Ask them, you know, if there's anything that um, they would like to share with you, you know, and being tentative to what they're saying to you, you know, being um, um, open to hear what they have to say to you and being able to analyze whatever they're saying, you know, not just listening to what they're saying, but be able to understand what they're saying. And as you're doing this, this is great practice for what you're going to do later on in the future once you do get that degree and once you do get licensed to be a psychologist and a counselor, right? So whatever thing that is um, that is in your heart that you aspire to do. And if right now in this present time, it seems too big for you to even get a glimpse of it or to even touch it. That doesn't mean right now in the present time, you you don't have to do anything, um, that's in similarity to it. Okay. I've already given the, the example of the counselor psychologist and I could go on and list goes on and on. 
Um, <laughs> let's say you want to be, say, for instance, a journalist one day or you want to be a, a sportscaster, right? But you, you're going to school actually for that. But you could still practice by, you know, by um, researching certain people in your community who who are, are doing uh, wonderful things in the community. Say, say, for instance, you know, you go ahead and research one of your teachers or one of your professors. You ask them questions about, you know, you know what helped them decide to be in the field that they're in. And as you're asking them questions about themselves, you know, you're already getting that momentum, you know, of getting in that habit of how to ask, you know, successful interview type questions to people in preparation to the field and the career that you have in the future. Wow, that's that's amazing. I'm 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 learning so many so many things myself throughout this podcast. Um that's important in regarding to faith. In regarding to faith. Again, and just like in the book of James, you know, faith, faith, faith without works is dead. You know, you can't you can't um it's, you know, and the thing that's interesting, you know, it says faith without works is dead. It's, it's literally as if it's saying, you know, if you don't have the, it's like it's saying, you know, if you don't have the works, what's the point of the faith, you know? So, so basically we always have to catch ourselves when we are starting to have dry, dry, um, dryness, meaning I use the term dryness, meaning that you know, the Bible says that, you know, we should have streams of living waters in our belly, right? Especially when we're, we're believers in Christ and when, when, when we're uh, believers in his word, you know, we can't be dry. We can't be dry in spirit. We can't be dry in, um, in faith. We can't be dry in courage. We always have to ultimately keep our faith active, keep our faith well-fed. The Bible says, you know, um, faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So basically, we always have to read on the word of God. And we always have to also um, read on as well, you know, the words that God has given to others from whether it be from books, from articles, um, from magazines, from newspapers, from podcasts, from audios and so forth. It's so important for you to continuously build your faith. Because when your faith is well built, you know, you have this attitude of being unstoppable and nothing can get in your way. You know, you're not you're not someone that's going to just stop when um, things get tough because the vision that you have and the purpose that you have is so dear to you. And it's so strong in your spirit that even if you're going through a tough season, you know that it doesn't matter as the only thing that matters is for you to ultimately fulfill your purpose ultimately for you to see that vision come to pass but it's very difficult to even see that vision come to pass or even work to see that vision come to pass if your faith is very limited if your faith is very low you know the the bible says you know jesus said if you have faith as as little as the mustard seed you could say to this mountain be moved and cast in the sea and it will be done you know but um as as um, uh, one of the one women of God mentioned um, in a book, you know, <laughs> if a, a faith as little of, as a mustard seed could move a mountain and cast it into a sea, what can a faith as big of an apple do, right? It could even do even bigger things. So we shouldn't even be praying about having faith as little as a mustard seed. We, we need to be trying to pray prayers 
about having faith as the size of the mountain itself in order to do great, great, great things in our lives and great, great things for the glory of the Lord. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, faith, faith in motion, faith in motion is very, very important. We have to always have faith in motion. Along with our faith, we have to act. Along our, with our faith, we have to act. Doesn't mean that we do things without counsel. The Bible makes it clear that the Holy Spirit is our counselor. So even though, you know, faith without action is dead, it's still important for us to go to the Lord and um, talk, to, talk to the Lord about certain things that we, 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 um, we have the faith to do. Certain things that we feel in our spirit that he has deposited for us to do. But we, we still have to talk to him and ask him to, um, whether it be done in this point of time or not. It's very important to always have fellowship with God, not just to be in fellowship with God, just um, in times of worshiping him, in times of um, when we go to church or when we go to outings or when we go to conferences and so forth. But it's always important for us to have daily dialogue with the Lord concerning all things, right? Concerning all things. Concerning all, all things. want to go ahead and mention something to you guys as well um life is not easy and the bible makes it clear that life is not easy because you know jesus himself you know he went through many things but yet he told us to um you know to be of great courage because he overcome the world right he overcome the world so if he overcame the world, then we will be able to overcome the world. We'll be able to be more than conquerors. Amen. And so. Um, so, yeah, that being said, we know life is not easy, but we know that life is very rewarding and we know that life is sacred and we know that life is a gift. And we know that every day that we are breathing, Jesus still has purpose for us. Jesus still has a plan for us. Right. So even when sometimes things get difficult, sometimes things don't work our way, we still have to hold on tight to his truth. You know, and his word is his truth. And here again, faith with, you know, faith comes by hearing, by hearing the word of God. The more time that we spend in the word of God, the more time that we spend praying the word of God, the more that we are building our faith. And the more that we still feel strong, we still feel encouraged, we still feel empowered, even when things are not going the way that it seems to be. Even when things are not going the way that we plan for them to go, we know that it is God who is the author of our faith, right? It is God who is working everything out to work for the good of those who believe and trust him, right? And love him. And so even when we, you know, have reached failure, even when we have failed in life, whether, I don't know, you know, I don't know what you, what you failed at. I could only know what I failed at. But ultimately, whatever you failed at, you know, it's, it's really not failure if you look it through the lens of faith, right? I look at it this way. Failure is not a, failure is not a lack of effort, but a lack of faith, right? And you may say, well, JLP, what do you mean by failure is not a lack of effort, but a lack of faith? Look, you know, um, so we, we already established in James says faith without action is dead, right? Right, cool. That's good. But we can be busy doing things right. And we can be busy putting effort and actually putting great work and doing action, right? But not all work that we do and not all action that we do has faith. 
<laughs> not all work that we do and not all, all actions that we do has faith. So we can be putting great effort in something, but if faith is not there, if our heart is not into it, it's not going to succeed. It's not going to go nowhere. It's not going to multiply. It's not going to advance. It's not going to increase. You know, it's not going to ultimately um, be a blessing or do or, or do great things or last. So failure is not a lack of effort. But sometimes we, we, we get in this state where we feel like if we fail in some, at something, say, for instance, um, you fail the test. You're like, oh, man, it's because I didn't study enough. Um, I don't really like I, I don't want to use test examples anymore. But let's just say um, let's just say if you had put all your heart into um, doing something, imagine something that you put all your heart not all your heart, excuse me. Imagine something you put all your effort in doing, right? But then ultimately it still failed. So sometimes you might be saying to yourself, you, you might be, you know, saying to yourself at this point, you know, I didn't do, I, I, I didn't do my best, right? I didn't do my best. But yeah, you felt like you put every single pound of effort, you put your sweat into it. You worked and worked and worked and worked, and you still failed. Sometimes that doesn't mean that it's because you did not put effort into it or put great effort into it. It could just mean that you didn't have the faith to be, you didn't have the faith, you didn't have faith in it to begin with in the first place. You know, the Bible says, you know, when we're asking God for something, we have to believe that we are receiving what we're asking him for. Right. So um, it's the same thing too with anything, with anything that we do, with anything that we aspire to do. If we have faith, right, if we have faith, even if at times where it, it, we do not succeed um, the way that we envision, but because the faith is there, you're not really failing. You're just getting closer. You're just getting closer. You're just getting closer until you ultimately re reach fulfillment until you ultimately um, succeed and what you're aiming at especially if whatever you're aiming at you have faith in whatever that thing that it whatever that thing is right so remember failure is not a lack of effort but a lack of faith no matter how many times you fail no matter how many times you fall but as long as you have faith as long as you have faith Whatever it is that you truly desire, whatever that you truly are passionate about, whether wh whatever you're truly, you know, believing for, you will receive it. You will succeed. You will get it done. You will get it done. It's okay. It's okay to work in small measures. It's okay to work with the little that you have, but work at it with all your heart and do not be discouraged. Don't get tired of doing good, as the Bible says. If it's something that you're very passionate about, if it's something that you're very hopeful for, Keep working at it, keep working at it, keep working at it, and God will truly bless it. God will truly put his hands on it. God will truly put his anointing on it. And in this point right now, I'm trying to make, in your time of singlehood, go after the things that God has for you. You know, have the have faith in motion. Always do something. Um, always do something the Lord that the Lord is telling you to do, meaning, you know, be be kind, you know, be compassionate, be generous. Try to see certain ways you could be a blessing to other people. 
you know the you know whenever we're tr- whenever we're trying to be a blessing to someone else ultimately you know the bible tells us we're blessed you know when you know when you're blessing other people that means you yourself are a blessed individual and blessing will follow you and blessing will come after you right so um i just straight i just greatly want to encourage you guys to always have faith in motion to never get tired of doing good, to always keep at it, have momentum, work on your craft, work on whatever God has um, placed in your heart to work on, and do it with a cheerful heart. Do it with a cheerful heart. Do it with a cheerful heart. Always be alert. Always be focused. Always be focused. Keep your focus. Keep your focusness. Keep your focusness. Keep your focusness. The Bible, you know, um, there's a passage in the Bible where Jesus, you know, he was in town and um, the people who surrounded him, they didn't have they didn't have much faith. And because of that, he left. I remember I explained it in a previous podcast. Um, basically, he left because they didn't have enough faith or they didn't have faith at all. So he left and he wasn't he wasn't able to do as much miracles as he planned to have done in that in that in that facility, in that region. Right. In that area, because the people themselves, they didn't believe enough. They didn't believe enough for him to do good things in their midst. And so always make sure um, that you're building up your faith, you're building up your faith. Believe, 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 believe. Never stop believing. Never stop believing. Never stop believing. Never stop having faith. And also make sure that you have faith in motion. And faith in motion, again, just means that you're moving with your faith. You're acting upon your faith with what you have. You don't have to wait to have much, but you, but you, um, you start with what you have and you believe God, you know, put his hands on it, breathe on it. And that, you know, as what, you know, with what you're doing, with what you have, um, if you're doing it um, with all your heart, you're doing it as if you're doing it unto the Lord, then he shall, he shall bless you and shall give you increase, right? He shall give you exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think, Ephesians 3 verse 20. And that is true. That is true. I just want to encourage you guys, you know, um... Continue to believe God, what you were believing him to do in your life in the beginning of the year 2018. Um, we have six months in this year, and this month could be the best six month of your life. But you got to believe that, though. You, you yourself, yes, you, you who's listening to this podcast, you have to believe it yourself. You can't expect your friend to believe it for you. You can't expect for your mom to believe it for you but you indeed have to believe it for yourself right you have to believe it for yourself it was an honor and a privilege to be able to have you know shared this share this encouragement with all of you guys um and it's always a blessing for me to make these podcast episodes to encourage you guys and trust me as I'm encouraging you guys, I myself am being greatly encouraged. And I pray and hope, you know, this word really encourage you all that it, you know, build it, build it up your faith even more than it already was. And um, I hope that you act upon this 
act upon this word that you have heard and that it will continuously build up your faith for the rest of the year 2018 and that the rest of the year 2018, as I mentioned before, will be your best year yet. Anything is possible. Anything is possible, right? Through Christ Jesus, right? Nothing is impossible with Jesus for all things are possible through Christ Jesus who strengthens all of us. And so as long as you have Jesus on your side, the Bible says, if God is for you, who could be against you? Jesus is where it's at. Jesus is MVP. Amen. <laughs> Jesus is MVP. Well, take care, you all. Again, this is JLP from Mastering Singhood. And remember, nothing is impossible with Christ Jesus. Keep your faith moving, faith in motion. Six months to go in the year 2018. The best is still yet to come. God bless. Take care.